Welcome, you're listening to Ask the Doulas, a podcast where we talk to experts from all over the country about topics related to pregnancy, birth, postpartum, and early parenting. Let's chat. Hello, hello, this is Kristen with Ask the Doulas, and I am so excited to chat with Estelle Giraud today. Estelle is the co-founder of Trellis Health which is an online platform that takes the frustration and anxiety out of coordinating and curating pre and postnatal health. And Estelle is also a mother herself. So navigating the healthcare system has, you know, a personal passion of hers as well. So welcome Estelle. Thank you so much. It's great to be here. So I would love to hear a bit about your journey as a mother. And then what led you again to getting into technology and in the healthcare space? Yeah. So I'll preface this by saying that I've worked my entire career in healthcare in, in one way or another in human health at the time, kind of prenatal and, and throughout my, the early part of my pregnancy. I was working for a corporate company in the medical and healthcare space, and I was really focused on precision medicine and kind of how do we make medicine better? So it's always been in the back of my brain. And a big part of that was focused on cancer patients and, you know, really sick, these really kind of catastrophic diseases that we face. I didn't think about parenthood or motherhood or kind of really anything in that journey. And I'll say with my motherhood journey, I am an IVF mom. I'm really open about that. It was not an easy or a fast IVF. And we were doing it for other reasons. I went into it thinking I'm in my early 30s. I have no kind of infertility issues. This is going to be really straightforward. I'm one of the lucky statistics. And that obviously wasn't the case. And we did three cycles and, you know, multiple egg retrievals. I had a couple of pregnancies that didn't come to term that I I lost the children. I lost the babies during pregnancy. I, I mean, this is quick sidebar. I think I didn't speak about these things, but as I'm speaking about them now, I realize how common this is and and how quiet we stay as women generally. And I think we miss out on a lot of support for each other to just understand and and be there and say, you know what, I experienced this as well. It's really, really hard. Absolutely. We don't talk about it enough. I agree. We don't talk about it enough. So, you know, I went through this process and then I became pregnant with my son and I'm sure we could talk about just the what IVF looks like in in terms of early pregnancy, but some of the things around injections and progesterone injections, everything was just mind blowing to me. But then when I made it into, I think it was about 20 weeks when I started to feel really kind of comfortable in that pregnancy. And I was like, oh, I can breathe out. I'm like, it's fine now. I'm, you know, I'm pregnant. It's all, you know, it's, I don't have to you know, there's nothing really that can like happen at this point. And I don't say any of this to kind of scare your listeners or anything like that. It's just about, you know, education, all the different journeys that motherhood can take and and to be secure and empowered in that, in your journey, it's nobody else's, but this was my journey. And 
so I, I had a couple of months, but then I had prenatal hypertension and I was a high risk pregnancy. And so I had a lot of appointments. I was monitoring my blood pressure. I was monitoring all of these symptoms. I was at risk for preeclampsia and I ended right. up getting postpartum preeclampsia ended up back in the hospital, actually in the same delivery ward with the same nurse in the same room wow. <laughs> that I, that I had my son. I know the nurse was like, what are you doing? <laughs> Why are you back here? <laughs> right. But I was back in hospital at day seven uh, oh, after stop. he was born. So I had a newborn and it was just, you know, the experience wasn't what I expected all around. But one of the things that I really took away from that is how much women take responsibility for their health throughout this journey. And as a first time mom, you know, you think that it's all this completely standardized process. And then when you get into it, you realize that it's, it's not, and you have a lot of decision-making power and you have a lot of kind of, you take responsibility for your health like you never have before. But at the same time, our medical system, everything about it isn't really set up to support women easily and right. kind of you know, take away some of that anxiety, support them in their choices, support them in understanding their health, giving them digital tools to help them manage their health. Uh, you know, I had hypertension. I was measuring my blood pressure three times a day and I had it in an Apple note in my phone. So I would, you know, make note of the time and, and what the measurement was and take that into my doctor's appointment every week. And I had 10 minutes with the doctor and, and the question always was, you know, how are you feeling? What should I know about? And I'm trying to like communicate everything in 10 minutes and be really efficient about it, make sure that I don't miss anything. Yeah, it's um, not enough time at all. It's not enough time. And, you know, they want to be helpful. They want to make sure that they're not missing anything. But we don't have, you know, it's not like, 50 years ago, or I don't know, I'm decades ago, when we had family doctors and this kind of really supported generational care. I've lived in multiple states. I moved, I'm in Seattle now, but I, I moved here just a couple of years before I was pregnant. And so, you know, I've okay. never seen these doctors before. They didn't have my history. Uh, it's just a lot of pressure to put on a new relationship. And so, to cut some of the story out, but to sum it up, what I'm really committed to now with Trellis Health is this idea of can we support women in this journey with their own personal health information, with everything about their health history and their choices and goals, and give them the tools to navigate that journey with ease. And so things like you know, blood pressure monitoring for anybody at risk or, or suffering hypertension. We have a digital app. We kind of pre-program in all the reminders that you would need to manage your health with prompts. You can input measurements directly into the app. And we summarize all of that into like a snapshot of your health that you can then take into your doctor for that appointment. You can make note of questions that you have, but they have all of your lab history and blood pressure readings for the last, last week or two weeks or however long it's been symptoms, kind of everything summarized in, in one sheet that you can both look at and kind of have a real conversation about your health in a very efficient way. That's amazing. And I'm sure if any of our listeners are working with, say, a home birth midwife, they could also, of course, exactly. you know, share that information regardless of who the provider is. Exactly. We are, I'm really a strong proponent of the midwife. I mean, like anybody in that care team and even partners as well, like this support for 
women around their health and around pregnancy, like being able to communicate that story with people around you that are helping you manage your health. I'm all about that empowerment. We have a program at one of the hospitals in my area called the Centering for Pregnancy Model, and they do some of their own assessments and mm-hmm. meet together weekly and, you know, really take charge of their pregnancy and then also have that support combined in one. So I love everything yeah. you're doing. I think it's such, I mean, I, I get really riled up about this. Like women's health has been overlooked and uninvested. I'm a woman in tech and building a software company. And it took me until I was pregnant to realize the gap here. Right. And it what like why <laughs> in this age with all of the solutions that we have, is this still overlooked? Women's health is such an important area and particularly around pregnancy. We have to do better. Yeah. And women are dying in childbirth. It shouldn't happen. Exactly. But these are preventable, you know, preventable deaths. They're I'm sure you know this, I'm sure your listeners know this as well, but the U.S. has one of the highest maternal mortality rates in the developed world. We're trying to change those statistics and giving women the tools to really advocate for and communicate their own health. And and everybody, like regardless of access to, you know, the top holistic women's health maternal care facilities in the country, like this should be available to every woman. Right. Hey, Alyssa here. I'm just popping in to tell you about our course called Becoming. Becoming a mother is your guide to a confident pregnancy and birth, all in a convenient six-week online program. From birth plans to sleep training and everything in between, you'll gain the confidence and skills you need for a smooth transition to motherhood. You'll get live coaching calls with Kristen and myself, a bunch of expert videos, including chiropractic care, pelvic floor physical therapy, mental health experts, breastfeeding, and much more. You'll also get a private Facebook community with other mothers going through this at the same time as you to offer support and encouragement when you need it most. And then of course, you'll also have direct email access to me and Kristen, in addition to the live coaching calls. If you'd like to learn more about the course, you can email us at info at goldcoastdoulas.com or check it out at thebecomingcourse.com. We'd love to see you there. I totally agree. And having had preeclampsia myself and bed rest and an induction, I can totally understand, you know, that need for really, you know, understanding how you can, you know, converse with your, your healthcare team and Mm -hmm. really advocate for yourself early on because I was Mm -hmm. overwhelmed. And yeah. And then as you had mentioned, eclampsia after delivery and so on. And so, so many things get missed. It's not just the pregnancy complications, but as you had mentioned in your own story, it, some of the postnatal and hemorrhaging and whatever, you know, eclampsia. So really being able to have that self-assessment and understand your own personal healthcare history and story and so knowing when things might be off or wrong Mm -hmm. rather than Mm -hmm. waiting for that six-week appointment Mm -hmm. we spoke to so many women in our you know user interviews and it was such a common theme that 
you you know throughout your entire pregnancy you have so many so much focus on you and your health you know people will give you a seat on as to sit down or like you've got these appointments in the end particularly like every couple of days every week and then the baby is born and in a lot of cases whether that's a natural delivery or a c-section or whatever that looks like it's a huge experience um, and from a physical, emotional, mental, everything. And then you don't have a follow-up for six weeks and you're taking care of another human around the clock. It's just, you know, we, we're also really kind of focused on that early postpartum period. Like how do we check in with women there? How do we make sure they have the right tools again to easily manage their health, whether that's pain medication or, you know, exactly. other medications that they're on. When I was leaving the hospital, my husband pre-programmed in my calendar all the the whole schedule of all of my medications for the next two weeks. You know, I had blood pressure medications, right. I had painkillers because I had a C-section, I had all these different things, and I just couldn't do it. But he, like, I didn't even know what time of day it. But I would just get a ping, ping on my phone. It's time to take this medication. I'm like, oh, this is convenient. This is helpful. But he had to spend, you know, a couple of hours manually doing that. I was like, why can't we have a, a digital tool that that helps do this for parents? Yeah, that's amazing. So how, you know, there are so few women in tech. Like, how did you yeah. make this happen? <laughs> so bring the dream to reality. Uh, I'm sure we could we could spend a whole podcast talking about this. A mission driven founder, like I couldn't do this. I think there's such strength that you have if you recognize, and especially if you've lived through a problem yourself as a founder, and you're you're like you know the world needs this, and I have the skill set, and I have the experience to be able to build this, there's this responsibility that comes with that. And it's something that drives me to be able to do it. When I left my corporate job and, you know, we haven't really spoken about it, but the the vision for Trellis Health is is beyond pregnancy and, and even women. It's it we see it evolving into a family health platform. Um, that houses all of your family's health records. You know, health is such a generational thing. And for a lot of women, then, you know, post-pregnancy, you are managing the health of that child. Women are the chief medical officers, typically of the family. You know, you're making the decisions around healthcare or you're, you're in those early appointments. You're responsible for feeding and sleeping a lot of these things and you know partners of course are part of that but just it's a it's a transition from pregnancy that often doesn't kind of fully go away and so we see trellis health evolving into tools for women to manage the health of their children partners on the platform as well and then elderly parents as they age you get kind of sandwiched into this health management role as a woman and you know you've got a corporate job you've got a life you've got all of these other things that you need to be able to do with your time like let's just make that easier and connected and build this generational resource that you can then kind of pass down to your children they can see your health history risk factors really help them manage their health for the rest of their life as well this goes all the way back to my genetics background you know i see the generational nature of health and how we can develop a better understanding of what contributes to disease through really connected family generational information beautiful and oftentimes we don't know our own family history we get asked you know those questions exactly doctor visits but we don't always have the answers 
Yeah. And so this is something that I saw when I was in my corporate job. And I, I see the way that the medical industry is is evolving, you know, di- indirectly as well. Like we just have a data problem in healthcare. It, your data is, is all over the place. And, you know, this is not a, this is such an obvious take in healthcare, but nobody has been able to fix it. And I think part of that is missing the right value proposition for the right customer at the right time. And my experience through pregnancy made that crystal clear for me that this is a missed opportunity for women. And yeah, like nobody was building that. So I, I'll say it, it take it's not easy. It can't be. <laughs> it's a process. Everything's a process. And, and we're small, we're building. I have a, a great team of people that are really committed to this mission with me. I can talk about kind of, you know, what it takes as a as a female in tech, you know, VC funded and, and the way that the, our funding system works and some of the biases that exist against women founders. But at the yes. end of the day, wanting to change those statistics as well. I mean, it's honestly like just tackling two huge problems in society right. <laughs> in one business. So I love it. Right. Yeah. So walk me through how our listeners would be able to, you know, join the platform, Mm -hmm. how affordable it is this. I mean, I'm thinking it's almost like having concierge medicine, but in the tech space. So we are in private beta right now. And I say private because we're not you know, this isn't something that you'll find on Google ads, but we are still open. And so if any of your listeners are currently pregnant and want to be a part of our beta program, we're offering that free of charge for two, two years. And so they can sign up on our website. So that's, I'm sure we can put it in the show notes, but join Trellis Health dot com forward slash beta and there's a short form that they fill out we will be in touch with them get them set up we're offering a white glove onboarding for all of the people that are part of our beta and then what i will say is the experience what we're trying to enable is that this is as frictionless as possible so for anybody that you know maybe has thought about health records before you i regularly come across people that think they have to call their doctors and get all these you know, fax machine medical records right. or <laughs> input in a lot of data themselves the different the, one of the key differences with what we're able to build today is that we can do a lot of that completely frictionless. So we verify people's identity. We have a super secure system. We're a HIPAA covered entity. And so we have this security system that enables us to verify identities and then connect medical records on the back end. So users don't have to kind of do that heavy lifting themselves. You've got other things that you want to do with your time right now. Perfect. And then the and I, you know, the beta, the, the one ask that we have is that people would be willing to give us feedback. We're making this product for women and for this experience. And so any and all feedback we're really kind of leaning into. So if, if people are really kind of passionate about this space or even just interested in, and want to test it out, please get in touch. We would love to chat with you. In terms of moving forward, we priced it $99 a year. Very affordable. Right. We're still investigating, but I have a goal that we will be able to be covered under HSA and FSA accounts as well. Makes perfect sense that it should be covered. (laughs) Yes. 
I love it. So you're also on other social media channels, correct, Estelle? Yes, that's correct. And I am personally on, so, you know, like we were talking about women in tech, I want to be a voice for other women. When I was pregnant and I was, you know, in the early days of, of founding Trellis Health, I was constantly looking for role models. I would of spend course. hours on Google. I'm like, where is the pregnancy or founding a tech company? <laughs> How do I know that I can do this? And there wasn't a lot of, you know, I, I really struggled to find examples of those women. And so I am on Twitter. I'm on LinkedIn. I'd love to connect with anybody, particularly other women, if they're interested in the story. I talk about, you know, just what it means to be a female founder and to build a company and software and being a mother at the same time. So, yeah, happy to connect with people there. You are so inspiring. Thank you for sharing your story, Estelle, and for the work you're doing. You're definitely going to be changing so many lives for the better. And I will share the information about your beta with my doula clients and becoming Thank a mother you. students and, of course, our listeners. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a great day. Thanks. You too. Thanks. Thanks for listening to Ask the Doulas. For more information about Gold Coast Doulas, visit us on our website, goldcoastdoulas.com. We're also on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and give us a five-star review. Thank you. Remember, these moments are golden.